Hey, what's going on, folks? How are you? Welcome back to the No Sleep Startup Podcast. I'm your host, Dominic Montgomery, and this is episode 30. Uh, That means we have enough episodes to cover uh, over a half a year, if you listen to one episode a day, or a week, right? That's cool. Um, Oh, I want to start, this is a heavy week. I want to start off this podcast by saying uh, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Um, brilliant entrepreneur, um, you know, self-made guy, uh, senseless crime, um, prayers to his family, uh, his daughter, daughters, I think, um, his girl, um, it just sucks when stuff like that happens, um, and, uh, it affected me thinking of it from a business owner's perspective, because, you know, he's a guy who came up on his own, did right, um, basically bought back his community, um, had respect from everyone from the police to the hood to the gangs, um, employed people, um, came up with his own business plans, um, and used his money for good, you know, and that's kind of what we all should strive for, um, so it sucks when someone like that gets taken away, you know. So, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Uh, we're going to go out on this episode with a Nipsey track uh, for sure. But if you don't know about him, look him up. Uh, don't just listen to his music. Look at, a, look at uh, you know, the philanthropic stuff he did. Um, look at how he was helping kids and, and, and helping education and, and just kind of trying to eliminate violence. And, um, I don't know, just using his money for good, you know, um, using his stature for good. And, again, that's what we all should be striving for, I feel like, right? Money's not everything. It's not the most important thing. Um, People are important, right? Cool? All right, we got that off. Um, So, uh, the 30th episode. Today, uh, we're going to be talking about negotiating, okay? Um, And I'm talking about negotiating with uh, client, I was going to talk about you know negotiating your salary to your boss or negotiating like work for work, but I think um, it's going to hit you guys better if we talk about like negotiating with uh, a client, a potential client, um, and a potential client could be like a potential business partner or a potential boss or something like that. But um, yeah, negotiating with a client, negotiating it sucks. We hate negotiating. Everyone hates negotiating, right? Especially when you're just starting off here. Um, it's not fun, you know, it, it's a hassle, um, it, 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 it's just hard, right? When you walk into a, a, a business owner's uh, place or you meet him for lunch or something like that and he's like, here's what I need, X, Y, and Z, and they always ask, like, how much do you think that's going to run me, right? And that's the beginning of the negotiation. And let me tell you, <sighs> In my years of experience, I've gone through the full gambit. I've gone from, um, I don't know quite yet, let me go home and price it, you know, let me come up with a proposal and send it to you. Eight times out of ten, that doesn't work, you know. Um, and it doesn't work because you're not having that, like, fluid conversation with them right then. And in negotiation, it has to be a fluid conversation. So, excuse me, so I say, when that client says like how much do you think this is going to cost 
you got to start broad, okay? Because if you don't start broad and you give them a price, like a set price, it's going to, what we call, is going to anchor you, okay? I heard it said once that the first person to mention the, the price wins. So if your client mentions his price first, you just lost, okay? If he's like, hey, I need an e-commerce website. It's going to be about 200 project or products. Uh, I need UPS tie-ins. I need it tied into my CRM or my Salesforce, whatever it may be. And he says, and I'm looking to spend around $10,000. Now, did, you kind of lost there because they have a price set in their mind, but you have to kind of, you have to overcome this, okay? And I'm going to get to that later, later on. Um, but I want to start with when do you and when you don't, when don't you negotiate? Okay. This is huge. Knowing this. Um, it's not like we're selling a product, right? We're not selling a set product. It's not like I'm like, Hey, I got a box of websites for you and each website costs $20. You know, we're selling a service, our time, our expertise, and, uh, furthermore, our, our strategy behind it. Right. Um, so when do you and when you don't when don't you negotiate? I keep saying when you don't negotiate. When do you and when don't you negotiate? Um, here's when we don't. So we have a service that uh, requires a minimum spend from our experience, okay? Um, we've got a service that costs $5,000 minimum. Why does it cost $5,000 minimum? Because we can't give you results for less, okay, in this service. Well, now... Let me step back. We can, we can. However, what we've come, what we've come into is the the clients that don't meet our minimum requirements are one the most needy, sorry, two the most time consuming, uh, and and three, they're not there long term, right? They're they're just coming on to test this thing out to see if it works, and they're gonna leave. But if we set a minimum requirement per like per month, it's five. The minimum is five thousand per month, and they buy in. That believe that I mean that means we've educated them on the product, on the service. I'm sorry, we've educated them on the service. They respect it. They want to use it, and they want to lock in for the long haul, right? So we don't negotiate that price. Um, when do you negotiate? Well, um, a lot of things come into it. Or uh, there's a lot of things that 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 fall into that category. I would say we have negotiated with websites, we have negotiated with SEO services, we have negotiated with you know AdWords stuff like that. Um, but it only works when you can see what is it, the forest through the trees. Hmm. When <laughs> I don't think so. It only works when when you can see a relationship and a payout with that client, okay? So remember what I talked about, like giving them a, a, a trial period? That kind of, that like you can negotiate that, okay? We can say, okay, listen, this, I usually charge this, but for you, I'm gonna charge this. And that price better be double of what you went in there saying you were gonna charge, okay? I know that's weird, but follow me. Let's say, for instance, you're sitting down with a client, and he says, okay, remember that e-commerce, we were just talking about uh, e-commerce site, 100 products, I need tie-ins, UPS, I need this, I need that, a million things, right? How much do you think that's going to cost? 
your response should be, well, um, it could be 10,000, it could be 50,000, it could be 200,000. Um, we need to talk through the specifics. <laughs> that needs to be your answer. That broad kind of round numbers that, that, that doesn't anchor you to a fixed price, right? Let me give you an example. We had a client who, uh, the same kind of, kind of deal, they asked for a price. We said it's going to be about, you know, around 10000 might be fifteen, um, And they said, whoa, that's too, too high, right? We weren't thinking about spending that much. And we said, okay, well, that's our cost. Uh, so, sorry, you know. But here's what we did. We said, we can help find the right person for you. Uh, that fits in your budget. However, a referral fee is going to be $10,000. <laughs> Can you believe that? Said our referral fee to find you the right person is $10,000, which means they're going to spend more for whatever that guy charges that we find them, right? What? Think about it. If, if How do I put this? If someone came to you and they said, hey, here's a car, and I'm selling it for five grand, and you say, oh, I didn't want to spend five grand, but I want a car like it, and they say, okay, I'll help you find a car like it, it's going to cost you five grand. What's, what's that going to do psychologically? You're going to be like, well, shoot, man, I should probably hmm, consider this one. <laughs> if this guy is like the expert on these cars, right, it works the same way. If we're the expert and, and, and we've taken our time, now listen, we're, our main goal is to help this person, right? Our goal is not to manipulate them. But in helping, you have to, what? Find value in what you do, right? You have to show value in what you do. You have to show value in your relationships. You know, I'm not going to refer them to uh, uh, the guy, remember the guy drove by in the truck with the muffler? I'm not going to refer him to that guy. I'm referring to a guy who I know is going to take care of him. And maybe they cost a little more less, a little bit less than me. But my price is my price. So you know what happened? I went back and I, I said, listen, our referral price is 10000 I thought about your, your, uh, your project. Um, and for me to handle it, it's going to be, or for us to handle it, it's going to be 15000 That's the cost. Now remember, they started off saying 10000 isn't going to work. In our budget, uh, did they call us a couple weeks later and pay fifteen? Yep, they sure did. Because we showed them our value, we showed them our expertise, and we didn't back down. Right? There's, there was a negotiation in that, but the negotiation came out in our favor, and it wasn't a manipulation in my mind. Some of you might be like, "That's kind of sketchy," but in my mind, for to take our time. And talk to these people and debrief, or to, to talk to the referral, debrief him on a two-hour-long conversation I have with this client. Make sure they're the right person. If they're not, find someone else. That's kind of like doing the work, isn't it? I think so. You think so? I think so. Um, okay. Uh, in that same vein, you have to stop standardizing your pricing. Okay? Stop it. I have worked for many a company that has a pricing list, and it says for a one-page website, it costs 
you know, one page scrolling site, it costs 1500 bucks. For a five page site, it costs 3000 For a 10 page site, it costs five. But you know, that whole deal, I have to stop doing it because you're anchoring yourself to a price. So then when you walk into that e-commerce client and they say, yeah, we just have two clients or we just have two products, build the site. And we say, okay, uh, our pricing here says e-commerce sites start at 8000 and then each product is an additional $5. And then if you want to tie in or integrations, they cost 500 a piece. And so that puts you at this price. If you think for a second an e-commerce site is going to really stay at two products or that you're ever going to be done working on this site, dude, Forrest Gump it out of here. Get out of here. Forget about it. It's <laughs> Forget about it. All right? It's not going to happen. You ever worked on an e-commerce site? They never end. Okay? You say, I'll build them in 60 days. Dude, 120 days later, you're like, I need the product images, please. They're like, oh, we're hiring a photographer in three weeks. <laughs> you're like, okay. And because you told them you get the second half of the payment when you're done with the site, you're sitting there working for free at this point. Right? You're in the red. Is that right? The red? The red's bad. The black's good. You're in the red, not the black. Okay. You get that? So listen, um, my notes. Uh, in doing this, what you do is you help them understand what it's like to work with your agency. Okay? Now this is huge. Um, you're going to run across a lot of companies or a lot of like entrepreneurs even or small business owners or big business owners who are used to having, um, you know, that... <laughs> Uh, how do I put this, man? You know those businesses that have their guy that does the stuff that you do, right? And you're trying to get their business? Well, they're used to, like, having that guy. They're used to that guy saying, yeah, I'll do it, yeah, I'll do it, yeah, I'll do it. Popping in, bringing them fish sandwiches, stuff like that, you know, because it's just that's their only client, and they show up four times a week. But listen, if you're an agency owner and you're looking to grow in that way, you have to... Be very, very specific with the first conversations, the first negotiations, so they know. It's like a lawyer, okay? You know if you talk to a lawyer on the phone, he's going to charge you. And it's not fair. When we, when, It's fair to them. I mean, it, it's fair. I shouldn't have said it's not fair. <laughs> that, that finishes my whole point. <laughs> I mean, that takes away my whole point. It's fair, but here's the thing. We know that they're gonna charge us, why? Because one, that's the industry, but two, they probably told you up front, my hourly fee is 150 an hour or 250 an hour. You know you send them an email, they're gonna read that email slow as shit. Okay, it's gonna take them two hours to read that email and you're gonna be sitting on 500 bucks because you send an email asking four questions, right? Why isn't it the same with us? Why, why, why? Why aren't we training people when they come into working with us? Hey, here's how we work, okay? We don't just give you a cost. We're gonna go back and we're gonna, and, and there's a whole cost strategy that I can, I can work out for you guys, but we're, we're, gonna, we're not gonna give you a cost right now. We're gonna listen to what you need. We're gonna strategize with you. Our strategy costs, if this is your model, to strategize what you need, that costs $10,000. And then to do the work, 
you know, it, it's dependent on what we come up during the strategy, come up with during the strategy session, right? Right? Is this making sense? So you get to the work part, and they're not taken aback at a cost or anything. You know, the cost is fluid because now you're working with the client. And that's a negotiation in a sense, right? I think I explained that, okay? I think so. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's oh, I'm looking at my notes. Oh, the main thing is this, man. This way of negotiating and, and negotiating in general doesn't work if you're not proud of and if you're not good at what you do, okay? So let's not go in to a meeting with a new service that you've, you've just heard about and you're pitching this thing and now you're negotiating with them for a higher price. Don't do that, okay? The best thing to do there, if you're new to an industry, if you're new to website building, you're new to design, I always say just start free, you know? That you, you have to build up your credibility. Do five projects for free. Make some case studies so then you can walk into a company and say, look at how many times I've done this. Now I'm worth the cost that I want to ask for. Okay, <laughs> cost I want to ask for. Um, but at the same time, we have to realize that in negotiating, dude, we, we all fall into this trap, okay? We fall into this trap where it's like, man, it's so, like, I can build that so easily, so quickly, right? Why would I charge them, you know, let's say a one-page site. I could build that in two hours, why would I charge them five grand, right? It's going to take two hours of my time. I'll charge them 500 bucks. Hey, man, you're worth now. You're worth for a website that you spent time learning to build. You spent time learning to design, learning to code, learning how to, how to attract people on a site is now worth $500. It's not right. It shouldn't be that. Right. And this is something that I've had to overcome and my team has had to overcome. We work hard to specialize in something. It's like the whole the old plumber adage, you know? You call a plumber over, you got something in your toilet. Okay. Your kids flushed your uh your uh what they flush? Kids kids flush your uh I don't know, they flushed a bag of pretzels down the toilet, okay? Toilet got stopped up, the plumber comes and it's three AM. Right. You only got one. You, in this scenario, you only have one bathroom. OK. You live in like North Hollywood or something. <laughs> and he comes and he's like, yeah, move. And he goes into the bathroom and he puts the snake down there and he pulls out a bag of pretzels. And then he's like, all right, seven hundred dollars. And you're like, so what? All you did was put. Dude, you can't say that because he solved your problem. Doesn't matter how fast he did it. Right. So I'd encourage you to do this. Whatever you've been charging, okay? You've been charging people a thousand bucks to build a website. Triple it. See what happens, right? Just ask for it. What's the worst that's going to happen? Because if you ask high and they meet you in the middle, you're a thousand bucks more than what you were going to charge anyways, right? You know, Tim Ferriss um, has, has had this thing that he talked about, and, and it was like just you know, asking for stuff, um, which was uh, kind of, I always go back, I always think about it. He was like, you know, next time you're in Starbucks, 
uh, just ask them for 10% off your coffee and see what they say, right? And that's, that's a, a practice in just going for the ask, you know? Because going for the ask is hard for us. We're, again, introverts. We're uh, new to business. We don't think somebody's going to write a check to us for $50,000 to do something that we're really good at. <laughs> Why is that? Does that come from working for companies? Like, what is it? I'm asking you, Barrett. What is it? Oh, he wasn't even listening, dude. I missed dude. that part. Oh, man. That was the cut on the phone. Okay. I need some help, guys. Uh. <laughs> okay. What I was saying was, uh, why don't we think that somebody's going to give us a lot of money for something we're good at? But people don't, like, they're like, ah, lack of confidence, maybe. Yeah. It might be um, lack of experience. It might be because you feel like you're young, you know, and you're like, you just left your job where you made 50000 a year, and now you're quoting someone for 50000 for a website. Is that it? Do jobs do that to us? Yep. Huh. Also, a mixture of both. Mixture of both? Because you have a lack of confidence due to... Lack of confidence due to, yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Hmm. Tell me your thoughts on that. Like, write me on Twitter. Dominic underscore TMG Tango Mango Gango. I want to keep this conversation going. That conversation going. But this is about negotiating. Okay? Um, so, don't standardize your pricing. If somebody asks for you... Okay, if somebody asks for your asks for your price list, like, hey, man, send me an email. Let me know how much you charge for certain things. I'll get back to you. Don't waste your time. Don't do it. Or send what you do and don't attach a price to it and then call them and schedule a call to go over your your services that's a better plan right i just had that i just had a client say you know they were referred to me i called them they're like yeah we want to work with you guys uh send me an email let me know what you do let me know your pricing and then let's talk or, or and then i'll get back to you and i said okay i'll send you a list of services let's schedule a time for you know it was two days later thursday uh, 11 o'clock. Does that work for you? Yeah, that works for me. Okay, I'll call you at 11 o'clock on Thursday. I'll send you a calendar invite. Boom. Because why? I, just, I literally got nothing from the guy. What do you need? What are you currently doing? What have you done in the past? What do you plan on doing? What are your competitors doing? We haven't done any of that. So why would you send them a pricing list? Uh, huh? And why are we spending three hours at Panera Bread with somebody strategizing with them? Oh, boy. Dude, I've had so many meetings at Panera Bread. It makes me sick, dude. It makes me sick. Their coffee's not good. Their food's not good. There's no seasoning because there's no black people working there. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, man. Panera Bread sucks, dude. Panera Bread sucks, Starbucks coffee sucks, their food sucks. I mean, and that's the meeting place, though. So you got to go, and you got to drink the coffee, and you got to stay in the bathroom for hours during that day. It messes your whole day up, man. Uh, I had to, one, one time I had to ride an hour and a half to Oklahoma City, and I had Starbucks. Pfft, didn't make it. I shouldn't be talking about that, but <laughs> I didn't make it. <laughs> Uh, and it's on the turnpike, too. There's no way to get off, you know? And I, I mean, I, I made it off, but I didn't make it all the way to... Anyways, golly. 
All right. So, <laughs> um, you got to learn how to negotiate, man. And this is, a, it, like I said, it's an anchoring thing that hinders us. We're like, yeah, we can do that. You know, it'll be around a thousand bucks, please. You know, let's 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 not do that. That right there, not only does it anchor us, but it stops the conversation. Okay, it stops the strategy because that gets connected into the client's mind, and they're like, okay, a thousand bucks, cool. Now, if you try to give them more products and more services, they're like, whoa, whoa, no, I was, I'm kind of tied to this thousand bucks thing in their mind. It's psychological. I'm tied to this thousand bucks. Now you're throwing five hundred at me. You're throwing two thousand at me. No, let's let's start here, you know. But that start in their mind, that's as far as it goes, right? But what if you found a client who was willing to break the bank in a sense, go over, go go go, f spend more than what they were initially willing to spend to work with you? That's your client, and that's your client for a long time, as long as you do the work well, right? And don't forget about referring people out. And don't forget about what I said about a referral fee. Okay? I've had a lot. Okay, and this, this can even work with clients with lower budgets too, okay? I had a client who said, I can't afford that. Okay? And no matter how I put it, they couldn't afford it. So, uh, charged them a referral fee, right? Kicked it over to my guy, right? My guy took care of them. And... Because they took care of them, this client signed on for monthly services. It's so good. The camera died? Okay, where are we at on time? 25. 25? We're actually 26. 26? I think that's good, man. I think that's good. Um, I could riff on stories and experiences on, on this all the time, but learn to negotiate. Don't sink yourself immediately, guys. Okay? Um, just express your value. You know, even if you don't feel it, it's going to feel good to quote someone three times what you're used to, okay? And remember what I talked about, about securing a long-term contract. Split that up. Get that monthly payment so you can have a predictable income for yourself, okay? But negotiate well. Be the first person to mention the price, okay? And, and, and don't anchor yourself. I said that like five times, dude. This is going to have an anchor on it. Watch. The thumbnail. Anyways, listen, man, quick episode. Um, I hope you got something from it. Um, remember to give a broad range, you know. Oh, that could be 10000 It could be 50000 It could be 200000 Let's talk about it. You know, here's what I charge for my strategy sessions. Here's what I charge for uh, keyword research. Oh, man. Have you had that? Have you had people call? Have you had people tell you, hey, can you do some research and let me know, you know, what keywords we should be using or, you know, or, or, uh, or what, um, C what CRM we should use or how this company is doing so well in our market. Are you doing it for free in the hopes they're going to pay you? What's that do to your value? Huh? It tells them you're a free, a free freelancer. Let's not do that. Okay. Value yourself and freaking charge them what you're worth. Okay. Stop thinking like you're not. And I, I'm, I'm guilty of that too, but in the past, not now. <laughs> we charge what we're worth, uh, sometimes more. Um, and if you ever feel like this project's going to be huge, like I don't want you to ever feel like when you receive a check, you're like, yes, oh, now I have work to do. You know, you should feel like, yes, this is going to cover all my work and then some, right? All right, guys, that's it. I'm done.
Uh, that was episode 30. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you like that one, um, listen to the next one. That'd be cool. If not, that'd be cool, too. Uh, we're going to take it out with some Nipsey Hustle. Rest in peace, man. Pull up in motorcades. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. Choppers are throw away. Hustle the overway. That's why they follow me, huh? They think I know the way. Cause I took control of things. Ball in the solo way. And if you pattern my trend, I make you my protege. Slots in that soldier race. You don't know them days. Take you in back of the buildings. Make you expose your rage. Take you across the tracks. Make you explode the face. Now you official now. But you got a soul to save. I just been cooking that new. I'm about to drop in the fuel. Think if I call it the great. The people gon' call it the truth I ain't really trip on the credit I just paid all of my dues I just respected the game Got my name all in the news Trippin' on all of my moves Quote me on this, got a lot more to prove Remember I came in this shit Fresh out the county with nothing to no, lose No, on the count of you But I don't do this for shit or nothing No, 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 no